All right, everybody, welcome to 24 Slayton. Me and Joe are here, about What's to talk. Hi, everybody, I'm Joe. Yeah, Joe's doing his thing, you know, Joe's working. We're going to talk, talk about Joe's life, see how he's doing, and then um, get into his uh, business, Mr. Reuter Plumbing. So yeah. What's happening, Joe? What's been up? I know um, you, I've known you for a minute. I know, so none of your listeners really know me, other than probably some few friends that watch the channel, but uh, I mean, I've been a plumber now 12 years, like since i started uh back when i figured out college wasn't for me when you were four no well that's another story <laughs> so that we can we can lead up with that we start with that so yeah. my parents started plumbing um started a plumbing company back in 92 i believe yeah i was just born i was born in 91 and um i always tell people that see me because i look younger than most people um that i didn't have a babysitter i had a work truck yeah. because at one point as a little five-year-old or six-year-old I just would hop in the truck with my dad and go and I just kind of learned the trade over the years by just being the gopher like hey go for this go for that go get me this wrench and then from dig there this hole. dig this hole dig yeah that dig hole. this hole yeah so I did so when I was in high school it was always the hard labor stuff yeah I wasn't out there uh going selling jobs on my own doing anything I would be the gopher go dig a hole Go grab these parts, just all the kind of labor stuff that you do when you start off in the trade or if you um, are just a helper. And uh, I kind of rebelled too. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be digging trenches, dad. Yeah. So I tried college. Um, that's how I met you. Yeah. During that time, I was riding around with Miles, hanging out. And you were at that track the day and we became friends. Like we kind of hit it off right there. Yeah. Then we started doing um magazine stuff photo shoots and... yep i think that was a real exciting part for me because i just didn't know what to do and i knew that i liked photography at the time so and i still like photography yeah um but you know it seemed just like an avenue to take as a young adult looking to do something other than what i had already known to do that i could do um but i just ended up gravitating back to it after you know we stopped that magazine uh work and then we went to i went to do electrical because i said you know what dad i don't want to be a plumber i'm going to be <laughs> an electrician and so then when i worked from six in the afternoon to six in the morning i was done i was like no i want to go hang i mean when you're 18 you don't have anything going on you know you just go have fun with your friends yeah. you know everyone's in college or living at home or working jobs that aren't really you know career paths so I just got straight into it and uh, finished a project that took a few months. And then I realized I'm going to try college again and then started doing lifeguarding. Oh, yeah. I remember lifeguarding. I was a lifeguard and that was another fun job. Uh, and I think those are fun. Those are fun experiences because you kind of get to grow, meet people, get people, other different people's backgrounds um, in those kind of jobs because you spend a lot of time with your, co your coworkers in those situations. <laughs> So uh, after that, Big Joe, my dad, he was like, hey, I got this big project. I can pay somebody to go and do all this work, or I can hire you, and you can do it. And so for about a year, we did that big project. Um, you were there, remember? We had that big, uh, the big, uh, was that was up in Hollywood Hills. Oh, yeah. We ran like 100 or like 200 feet of sewer line. And had me drive down a road that was this yeah. big with a truck that was this a big. very narrow <laughs> road. And all because this guy put a, uh, a pool on the side of his house. Yeah. So he said, you know what? You're on septic. 
close to the septic's about 200 feet away. So we're gonna make you put over $150,000 sewer line in, which that today would cost him like twice as much. Yeah. So he really did luck out on the time by putting that in. So the city made him pay to, ru to run a brand new sewer from the bottom of the hill around like some twists and turns yep. and then connected his sewer. And so after that was done, I was just a laborer again at the, at the shop. You know, some days would be busy, some days would be slow, just like all business. And one day, all the trucks are out. I had already gotten like a couple little hand tools. We get a phone call. It's a return customer, and he's got a leak. So I just said, I don't want to sweep the floors. I'll go do it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went and did that, and that was my first job. I'll never forget it. It was like just walked in there with a clipboard and a smile and a bag of tools in a in a shirt, Mr. Ruta shirt, and was like, "Hi, I'm here to do your plumbing." They took me to leak. Luckily, it was something that was in my in my wheelhouse because at the time I was still not um, still wasn't like confident enough to cut open cut open walls, yeah. cut pipes open by myself without having some older plumber kind of looking over my shoulder. And then um, this was just a supply line that was leaking, swapped it out, and from there I said, "I'm no longer a helper, guys. <laughs> I want." So I looked for. I went to our shop and we had one old truck. It had no one was using it it was kind of just like a parts truck we run and go take from equipment from one side to the other side i said all right cool i started cleaning it out so that's my truck two weeks later one of the guys left it so i just took his truck because <laughs> it already had all the parts all the tools everything i needed and since then i've just been running gunning as a plumber learning getting better start a little instagram page um, son of a plumber son of a plumber go follow me um yeah i mean and then i just do I do the plumbing stuff on the side every once in a while for family and friends? Um, yeah. And then I have another side business. No, what happened that um, that plumbing job for family and friends? Friends, I think. Family and friends. Have they called you back yet? So family and friends. <laughs> no, this waiting, is what happens with family. And no, friends. we're waiting for somebody waiting for family to our friends to come and um. Two people. Clean out a sewer line over there. Uh, Slaytons are waiting for a sewer line inspection <laughs> location, and. Uh, my grandma's friend called yesterday. Whatever. <laughs> My grandma's friend called yesterday. She has a slab leak underneath her cement, but she had a doctor's appointment like right when I was gonna go, so I couldn't make it over there. Yeah. But uh, but that, my dad keeps asking, "Hey, are they gonna come and look at this?" I'm like, "Yeah, they'll so be." So they were already here. Perfect time. Perfect <laughs> time because my camera locator just went out, so I have to go get that fixed. But uh, because that camera is so old, um, and just because it's old doesn't mean it doesn't work good, but it's just older. Uh, we're going to give that, we're going to fix it, give it to another tech, and I finally get my own brand new camera, which I've been waiting for for a long time. Nice. 12 years, to be exact. I always got the hand-me-down tools. So, I even sold my motorcycle to get myself a new tool one time. Oh. So, that was a fun one. Back in the day when uh, I had a good friend who would do build-outs for uh, trucks, I was at the shop, and uh, I was like, hey, I want to get a new machine. So, okay, a new machine's 1200 bucks. Okay. But I want you to weld up a frame and put that machine on top of my big machine, which is not something people do, because you had a, it pretty much was the equivalent of twenty seven hundred bucks all done. Yeah. So I sold my dirt bike for twenty seven hundred bucks and a new machine, and, and, and so does, that my and it doesn't back, work, and it doesn't work, and they want it fixed. Yes, you need to get the bike fixed, especially <laughs> yeah. unfortunately because my friend passed away, and I definitely need to definitely need to step up and help him out on that. His son is the one who got the bike. Yeah. 
So, um, it's, they, I told him, he said, just take it to him and he could fix it. I need to go and see them. Uh, yeah. it was in, I, it was in Menifee. I think it was Menifee. That was close. Yeah. It's at his friend's house in Menifee. So maybe I could have it picked up. Like that's the problem is that I have to get a hold of his wife now. And his yeah. Son. Yeah. Let's make sure, let's find out. Maybe we can yeah. have him pick it up and just fix it. Definitely. He owes you. I, I definitely would like that to, yeah. to happen. I mean, that's. I barely got the bike. Just tell him. He's, he listens. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to fix the bike up. <laughs> I got the bike back, rode it once after that, sold yeah. it. Yeah. But I love that bike. That was my, I was, I remember, I found that bike in Corona. When you broke your leg? No, before I broke my leg. Oh, before I broke I found that bike in Corona on Cycle Trader. This is when you could get Cycle Trader from 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm kind of carbon dating myself right now. <laughs> but uh, you can get Cycle Trader at 7-Eleven. I used to go through that thing all the time. Hey, Dad, look, there's a Honda Odyssey. We should get this. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at stuff. And I, I had a little quad at the time. And the day they told me we could get that bike, I was so happy. It was like the only newest. It was the newest bike I could find in Cycle Trader that wasn't like what it was going for. And now I don't know why it was going for what it was. Because yeah. it was an old race bike. Which was only a year old, which is old in racing, but yeah, that's good though. <laughs> so that was a that was a fun. I love that bike. I I still miss it. So I'd love to get it running and see my uh, my friend's son uh, get it going. So um, let's make something happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, fix, we'll work on that one. I talked to him, but he's in um he's in Florida right now. Is he racing jet skis? Still? No, no. You done with that? No, that's no. The rides. The sun's the one that's gonna fix it. Oh, the sun's gonna fix it. Yeah. Yeah, because he took over the shop. The dad, how's, dad, how's Dave doing? Dave, right? Yeah, Dave. He's uh he's supposed to race this. He's supposed to race this weekend, and um, I don't know if it's this weekend, but he's gonna race in um Tampa. Motocross. Yeah. Oh, cool. Supercross. Supercross. He's gonna race in Supercross. He's been doing Supercross. How old is that dude? Thirty. The sun. Yeah, since oh, the Okay. I thought we were talking no, about that. No, no, dad, not dad. Dad's in love, lives in Texas. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Love is a good thing. Yeah. Is it? You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. You no, know, it's, if, you it's gotta li- if you got to live life, I'd rather live it for love than hate. You know? Yeah. yeah I'd rather true. be at peace and happy than angry and mad. Unless you use like that anger to yeah. fuel something yeah. that you love. Yes. So, which I might be a hypocrite because I actually thrive <laughs> off of anger. <laughs> <laughs> nice so so let me see we talked about your plumbing and you're a plumber son yeah, of a plumber still a plumber still yes. plumbing and so when you were you were younger when i first met you no when I first met you had that what what you have excursion expedition uh excursion excursion lifted excursion, lifted excursion. 2001 7.3 you should drive that thing everywhere i love that thing <laughs> i love that thing whatever happened to that so that was my parents car but when I started driving, I had a little pickup truck. You, oh, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, the pickup. My Sonoma. <laughs> yes. So I love that Sonoma, too. I mean, <laughs> that is a couple fun vehicles. The Sonoma, I sold to my best friend, um, but my sister drove it. Oh, Biggie? Yeah, Biggie. Yeah. So Biggie had it. He's going to be up on the podcast next. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I sold my uh, Sonoma to him. And I kind of needed a car, so my mom and dad were like, hey, you can just drive the excursion around. 
It was all Since lifted. It just, yeah, it was all lifted. It was like up to your shoulder, right? It was, <laughs> it was, it was like, a big chunk. It was like to your, sh- your chest, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. a big, it's still big, it's it's even bigger now. There's a uh, 40s on it, and, no, not 40s, like 38s or something. 38s on 22s. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so my cousin was always telling my dad, hey, I love this truck. You keep saying you're going to buy a new one, you're, you're going to buy yourself a new one. So he just was like, hey. Here you go. It's your time, your opportunity. Because at the time, our family was, I was i was an adult. I already had another car at that time. Um, my sister was an adult, and we were kind of, or we were leaving the house. So my mom and dad didn't need a big old SUV with, you know, two kids. Yeah. So my dad bought himself a Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think we were all excited for, because, I mean, that thing is just, I mean, Raptors are great, great trucks. Then you bought a scooter. And I had a scooter, yes. <laughs> Yes, I would roll around on a scooter, uh, and that was before I had, um, before we sold the excursion. Yeah, so I, that was a so we actually won that scooter in a raffle. So back when um, Temple City used to have Temple City Power Sports, yeah, uh, my girlfriend and her dad and my dad were over there picking up a dirt bike, and there was a raffle. So my dad bought the raffle ticket. And won while they were there, the scooter. And it sat in our backyard for like two years. And I just said, screw it. Let me get my M1. So I, even though I didn't need an M1, but I always wanted a motorcycle, street bike. So yep. I was like, okay, let me get uh, let me get this M1. Went through the safety class. I even did a photo shoot yep. about it back on the yep. magazine. Yep. Um, I think that was the one. I think that was featured in the, the one printout that we had. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um. And then uh, I just rode that thing everywhere, man. I rode that thing to the beach. I rode that thing to the, far, the farthest I rode it was to the beach yeah. and the streets. I couldn't get on the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that thing would do about 70 downhill. And uh, I would always, I mean, I never changed the tires. I don't know how many miles I put on that thing. But I mean, when you're a college student, a lifeguard, and you only make lifeguard money at part time. <laughs> That gallon and a half of a gas tank that goes for like 200 miles is the best. Yeah, it was good. I used to drive, I used to pull up at the house. I, I rode with my dad and some friends, with all, they're all on their Harleys. You know, they got the whole deal, ape hangers, you know, they're, ro- they're rolling. And I'm the, here I come. I rolled into the Long Beach swap meet like that one time. <laughs> the Long Beach swap meet. took the streets all the way, followed them. And I'm just zipping around. I'll buy the... By the way, during that time, I had hair down to here. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> was long. and I rode, I pretty much rode that scooter like if I was a dude in Thailand or India. Flip-flops, yeah. fucking yeah. my uh, my tank top and my board shorts. And I would ride that thing everywhere. Yeah. I miss that thing And your long hair, your long, your long um, uh, lifeguard hair. Yes, and I and I had a little little helmet, little skull cap helmet, and it just would flow in the wind. Dude, freaking Joe! That was a good one, man. I really like that one. I still think about getting. Now I always look at um, I now I have a street bike because I have a I have a Honda CB seven fifty seventy eight little cafe racer that I had built, and then um, was fortunate enough to, well, I guess unfortunate. I was unfortunate and fortunate. It was unfortunate to get a Harley from someone who passed away. Yeah. Um, unfortunate to get a beautiful Harley that is well maintained, well taken care of. Um, and I take out on special occasions only. Yeah. So 
Um, that one's a 2013, I believe. Might be off on the year. But that's a Road King with apes, stretch bags, um, all chromed out. Uh, what is that? What is that? Um, is it silver? They put on the sides and they use the little brushes. Flake. So, yeah, silver flake on the bags. I mean, just a great bike overall. Um, but the apes are a little big for me. I got, I got hands, but yeah, I'm not like I'm. I'm not flying away over here with a yeah. wingspan. So, so you gotta make them a little shorter. I feel like it would just. No, if you cut it down like like maybe three inches, you'll be fine. Cause they're still high. Yeah, I don't know. I it's it's I say it's my bike, but only because I take care of it. But it's really my girlfriend's bike because yeah. those are dad's, and she can ride it. She rides them back with yeah, me. So I just one I want to make it safe for the both of us, you know. And uh, we don't we don't go far on it. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to because I've been so busy with work. Yeah. Um. Every time I think I'm gonna have a good weekend, uh, in the plumbing trade and emergencies, it always happens like. You make plans for a weekend, and all hell breaks loose. And you got two jobs that ended up was on a Thursday, all going all the way to Sunday or Friday, you know, late night all the way to Monday, just full on repipe or uh, broken water main for some of the bigger customers. I just had one happen yesterday, last night. Yeah, water mains are blowing everywhere. So that's, that's good, good for, for business. Yeah, good for yeah. you. Good for you guys. So I try to, yeah. I so try got, to like. If you guys need positive. plumbing, you guys need plumbing. You're in the LA area, Mr. Ruder Plumbing. Oh, wrong <laughs> one. <laughs> Mr. Ruder. Yeah. Ask for Joe. Joseph. Joseph. I'm sorry, Joseph. Yeah, yeah for Joe, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get the boss. Oh yeah. And he may never show up. <laughs> He's got too much going on. So okay, we did that. We you the scooter that. Um, what else did we do? We did some crazy stuff. We did trips out with fun it. Fun riding motorcycles, but we, yeah. we went a lot of places. Yeah. I mean, I did think if we touch on a uh, cycle path from back in the day, I just well, you and I had some fun adventures at X Games. Yeah. Uh, Metzger's house. Metzger, dude, that was like, <laughs> I mean, growing up, always loving freestyle motocross. Like, I didn't have. I had a few friends that rode dirt bikes. And then as you go, you get older, people's parents split up, you, you know, I lived in LA, everyone lived in Chino or out, out in Temecula somewhere. So like, it was kind of hard to get, hang out with people, you know? So I would always like to go to those events. I, I used to love to go to X Games every year when I was in LA. And uh, when I got the opportunity with you to go down there, man, it was, it was just awesome. I was starstruck. Just thinking like, man, this is so fucking cool. I used to watch this guy on TV. I used to go <laughs> XK and watch this guy battle against Pastrana and anybody from, you know, Metal Militia. So that was all fun stuff back then. Did you go to Twitch's house with me? No, you did not take me to Twitch's house. Oh. And I'm really upset that you did it. Okay. What, what I else? have that no, dude's signature. Else, no, where else were we supposed to go that you didn't go? Oh, Dodger Stadium. I took you to Dodger no, Stadium. I to Dodger See, Stadium. I took you to Dodger oh, Stadium. Yeah, Dodger Stadium was awesome. That was, I mean, this was before... This is when Magic's crew, which is, what is the name of that company or whatever yeah. entity bought the Dodgers, right? And then that next year, they had Supercross at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And then we got to go do press day. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, like, this is sick. Like, I'm in, like, one, like, I love Dodger Stadium. I've been a Dodger fan all my life. And um, I got to walk on the outfield, which I had never even heard of anybody doing at the time. Yeah. 
it was like, and I got to see them cut the grass open and like see that it's actually just a giant putting green out there. Yeah. And it's actually known for some of the softest outfield in MLB. Yeah. At that time, I don't know if it's the same thing, but that was crazy. When I, he, I had explain, he was explaining the whole thing of how it works and. And then me having plumbing background, I'm like, wait, you're telling me there's plumbing, there's PVC running all across all these yards? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So now I have planter boxes at my own house that I set up with little PVC underneath them. Got all the dirt on top and I just hook up my hose to it and it just saturates the roots only. See? So, you know, every drop counts. <laughs> nice. So now that's good. Now you, you learned something from a daughter stadium. I did. That I didn't get to learn any backflips or anything like that. No, no. Backflips. Remember we talked about that? I yeah. was like, "Can we learn how to do a backflip?" He's like, "He's like, yeah." I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna go back whenever we went back." <sighs> Should have went. So where else did I go? And you were supposed to go. I didn't take you. Let me see. I went to Twitch. I didn't take you there. I went to Deacon's house. Didn't take you there. Um, I went somewhere. I didn't take you. Uh, you knew all you, the cool, all all the guys were, that I would look up yeah. to. Like, you were busy for some reason. Why wouldn't go to one of them? Most of that's cool at the time. Yeah, that's probably Most cool. Most of that's cool. Be like, Tim, I like... Was it a race? I took you to, did I take you to the race with the all-access pass? Yes. At Dodger Stadium, I we got in. Uh, you got us passes for Dodger Stadium because I took Alexa. It was me and her. No, but I took you to to a photo thing. It wasn't um, Anaheim? All-access? Or you couldn't go? That's where you couldn't go, huh? I didn't go to Anaheim. <clears throat> Yeah, because I got a press pass for you and you couldn't go. Must have been working then. Yeah. I must have been like, I must have started working at night. Or I must have had a big job. Well, if I was an electrician at the time, <laughs> then I definitely was working at night. Yeah, electrician. I can't remember. I didn't get paid, by the way, to do the magazine. <laughs> no. A lot of hours. Neither did I. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're so on our way. That's we're, why we were I had to yes. prioritize. Me too. I was doing the same thing. I was work, But we're trying to make it work. Yeah. Kind of the same thing I'm doing now. Yeah, kind of same thing I'm doing now, but, you know. That's that's how I feel with my side business. So I got a, a meal prep business, yeah, business meal prep. with a partner. How's that going? Um, it's going. You know, we're we're breaking even right now, um, but we need to definitely scale up. There's a lot of successful meal prep businesses out there, and I think that our food is just as high quality as the next spot. Um, but I'm going through a growing pain right now. I'm at this point where I need to scale up, but scaling up is like, going and getting like maybe a couple more hundred clients <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's a big jump yeah so and for it to be my side business along with my partner's side business because he has gyms and that's where we pull all of our majority of our uh, clients from the gyms um we're just kind of seeing how to structure it so that we can still be in it and be hands-on but somebody is going to be like a general manager that runs the day-to-day -day operations because it's split between our my partner and I right now. Yeah. But uh, it's good. It's doing good. Like, I can't complain. Other than it's hard to find a help. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to find a good uh, a good general manager right now and a good cook. Because everybody, I mean, every, they're in high demand. Yeah. So I think we're still, the food industry is still um, affected by the pandemic. Yeah, if we're still in a it's pandemic. It's pretty big, though. Food Food's pretty big. Because, like, if you get a good following on your food... They're going to make a lot of money. Lines are out, out around the corner. But that's the thing is ours is not a day-to-day -day service, too. I know. But that's what we got to figure out. That's the, And that's why we're debating whether I'm going into a cloud kitchen mm -hmm. or going into a storefront right now. And we're trying to figure out, like, 
or we go cloud kitchen, we're going to have four days out of the week we're not working there. Same thing with a storefront. Unless our storefront ends up being... So I've seen some other concepts where it's kind of like a Chipotle, mm-hmm. where they have like a build-your-own plates, yeah. but they have like macros built into like option one, option two. So we're not a Chipotle, but I'm like, that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. That you And the food looks great. So we're just kind of trying to figure out what our next move is on that side. So, because we are moving. Like, what's, it, what's it called? Fresh on Fuego is the meal prep, or yeah. are you talking about my meal prep, or the other meal prep? Fresh on Fuego. Yeah, Fresh on Fuego is my meal prep, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where, could they, Fuego. where could they find that at? So, you can find that on our website at freshonfuego.com, or you can find it on our Instagram, which is at Fresh on Fuego, and you can go and order meals online through Instagram or the website. Um, the, web, the Instagram has a link, an order link now. Also, if you need any help, you can go to our partners, which is Our House Fitness, which is where my partner works at and he owns and operates. And all of his uh, staff will help you on your macros that you need breakdowns on um, and then pretty much set you up with your fitness needs and your fitness uh, meals. Powerhouse. Powerhouse Fitness, City of Duarte, City Ministry, and soon, I believe, La Habra. Yeah, that guy just bought a building, so nice. we're not doing bad. <laughs> He's not doing bad at all, huh? He's not doing bad. <laughs> I'm not doing bad. We're yeah. just trying to, we're just trying to grow, you know. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's a, a ground up kind of guy. He built everything from the ground up. I remember I went to high school with him, yeah. so I just remember seeing him like post stuff on Instagram and Facebook. You know, hey guys, I'm starting a gym. Come on down. Yeah. And then I don't talk to that guy like for like ten years, and he ends up dating my sister. And now he's like part of the family. They have kids together. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, that's so, how, a good one. so how did you like? How did you guys think of like the? How did you start thinking of the um, meal prep? Like, what what was it that? Um. So at the time, my sister was still living at home with my parents, and uh, I mean, this guy really liked my sister, so he'd show up like every day, like literally every night. And he would put in, he'd start his work at five, mm-hmm. work till like 8.30 or 9.30, close the gym down. And I'd see him kicking it at my parents' house around 10 o'clock. And so time would go on. Me and him would sit around. We'd be like, hey, we're, you know, we're friends from high school. And we started shooting the shit and just kind of was cool again. And I was like, he started ordering meal preps from some chef that just kind of did it out of her house. And my sister started ordering them. So then my sister started ordering them at the time she was working for our comp- our plumbing company. Then I tried them one day and I was like, hey, these are really good. So then I started ordering them. Well, then they get a little expensive, you know, then I'm like, I'm all a bit different variety. So I checked out some other meal preps. And I mean, it's really all about convenience. Yeah. So one, I don't have to look for something at 12 o'clock. If you got a micro- microwave nearby, you just pop it in a microwave and go and eat it and go. So that's pretty much what like like started my idea. Like, hey, this is like something that like I'm doing. Half of our office was ordering it from just the one chef that he had he had introduced us all to, and my sister had introduced us to. Yeah. So I was like, there's got to be something here, and she's just doing it out of her house at the time. So then me and him, he's like, dude, I have six hundred clients. 
you know, if we got a quarter of those people to order once a week, we'd be doing good. I just need a facility. Well, I had an area where I could facilitate it at. And being in plumbing, you know, I understand how to build out a restaurant uh, plumbing system. Fire system, I have friends, you know, basically being in construction, you're always going to be working with other contractors. And so I had an idea of like who I could use, who I could uh, ask for help for. And we just said, okay, let's team up. So he's like, I'll bring the clients and the know-how about the macros. You bring the construction side and we'll figure it out from there. And that's pretty much how it came, came to. So then we got a couple people that were interested from the gym that wanted to work. Uh, I had some family that, you know, wanted to work and we've had a couple different employees since we started, but, um, you know, we've been able to really like lean it out. We had a lot of growing pains at first. We were like, oh, we want to get all customized. We want to have like, oh, you don't want rice. You want brown rice. Okay. You don't want brown rice. You want, uh, um, sweet, uh, sweet potato mash. Okay. You don't want no carbs. Oh, you want broccoli, but this, what usually comes with green beans, like, yeah. We were all over the board. We didn't even know what to do because we had no structure, no foundation. We were just shooting from the hips. And uh, only one of the people that we originally hired had actually worked in upper management of a restaurant. And she was also a born in the kitchen kind of person. Her grandmother had started the company. Her mom and dad took it over. She was uh, running the books. And then she was just like, hey, I need, I want to step away from the family business. Same like me, I wanted to step away and kind of have my own thing. Yeah. And she helped us really kind of start ironing out everything. And then she ended up having to split up with her own uh, family because she had uh, siblings that were in the restaurant uh, business too. They had a falling out and she's like, hey guys, this is my last week. Uh, we're, I'm moving to Orange County and I can't, I won't be able to come over here to LA every, every week. So we're like, we thank you for everything you helped us out with. If you ever want to come back and... You know, come on. Yeah. We're, we're always open. So it's been good. Just kind of trying to figure it out. It's something that's new to me always because it's like there's in plumbing. I feel like I know the basis and there's a there's like a, a basics to really know about water and gas and sewer and cooking. I don't know nothing. So I've had to do a lot of learning, a lot of late nights reading watching podcasts on cooking yeah. watching podcasts on meal preps on macros how just learning how to source um produce that's quality and affordable so that i'm not dying on the on the back end on overhead costs so so, so all you have is you have salmon so right now we have a, we have one salmon one one version of salmon we have one version of cod tacos which are kind of just like a fish tacos, like a Mexican style. And <laughs> we have a, um, we have like five versions of chicken. We have teriyaki, fajitas. Um, we have a new one, a pineapple, uh, like a Hawaiian chicken. But you don't know how it tastes. I don't, also, yeah, I don't eat, <laughs> I don't eat meat. Yeah. So when we started this, I had already been pescatarian for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. No, three think, years. No, I think it was, yeah, maybe. Because my daughter was two and a half when we moved into our house. So, yeah, I don't know what any of the, I don't know what anything tastes like other than the fish, which are the, <laughs> and, and shrimp, we also have shrimp. So uh, shrimp, salmon, uh, cod, okay, that's our, that's our fish side, okay? 
and we have four pairs of chicken, four meals of chicken right now, and then we have a flank steak, and then we have we have a we have a pretty decent sized list. I'm trying to think of the other stuff. Um, oh, uh, turkey. So we got yeah, we have like a ground turkey, like a taco bowl. Um, we have turkey meatballs. And yeah, we're working on a couple different things. Right now I'm trying to put down a good list of recipes because I want to do, I want to try and do like a seasonal, uh, not a seasonal thing, like a bi-weekly thing. Like for this two weeks where, where we have these set meals at these set macros. Because really part of it is the food, like the taste and the, the quality of the food. But really my core audience is the fitness industry or my core um uh, clients right now are fitness in, like fitness bound. Yeah. So I want to make sure that they're meeting their goals because I want to be part of that. I want them to think, wow, not only did I put in the hard work, but also I was able to focus because now I'm not trying to buy whatever hamburger place is available next to me. I'll eat their salad or buy get their garden burger or whatever. Now I have my meals already ready to go. Yeah. So it takes out, it makes your day a lot more efficient too. So on your meal, how long does it stay and like, can you keep it? Like you buy them once a week, right? So it stays for seven days? Seven days. At, at the seventh day, it's time to go. You got to eat it. If you don't eat it, I wouldn't eat it after that. <laughs> um, I've actually have eaten one like a week and a half in. Yeah. It wasn't bad, uh, but we don't use any preservatives. So no preservatives. It's got to stay fresh. It's got to stay in. Fresh in, and yeah, fuego. Fresh and fuego. <laughs> yes. so, it's got to stay fresh in the fridge. Don't leave it out. You know, think it's going to be good to eat. Um, I wouldn't, at least. You could freeze it, though, right? Yeah, you could freeze it. Yeah. So uh, we do have breakfasts, too. We have pancakes, protein pancakes. We have um, our own version of a breakfast sandwich and our Fuego Rito burrito. Fuego Rito. Yeah. So that's our breakfast right now. And I'm working on a steak and eggs breakfast thing. That's going to be part of the next menu. So it's always fun. For me to like get the recipes, find out what we like, and then I just like let people. I have a my aunt is one of our cooks, so yeah. I, me and her have a really good communication. I'll literally just text her at like twelve o'clock at night <laughs> and like send her a recipe, yeah. and she'll be like, "Okay, I'll make this tomorrow," and she'll make it at her house, and then she'll bring it by, and you know, I'll give it to my kids, and if my kids sign off on it, because <laughs> I'm like, "Look, I got I got a seven year old and I got a two year old." If a seven and a two-year-old are willing to eat it, and a grown adult doesn't want to eat it, then there's definitely something wrong with that adult. But if my two-year-old and seven-year-old won't eat it, then I know we not, we we can't serve it. Yeah. So I just kind of think of it like rule of thumb on that one. That's how I feel about that. Makes sense. Makes sense. So. So you're gonna. Um, so you're still doing that. You're still plumbing. What's your what's your like for your plumbing? Because you're plumbing. You're gonna you're taking over. Well, you're probably gonna take over. From Big Joe, pretty soon, or sometime soon. Or are you going to get your own, or what are you guys going to do there? Um, I had started thinking a while back because my parents, my mom is, she's all in the background. She really is just kind of taking care of the books. The office really knows how to run itself now. Uh, my dad is a people person. Loves to be out on the field. Yeah. If he was in the office, he would have sold the company years ago and just said, forget it, I'm going to do something else. Because he just likes to be out there. He likes to show up to your house, talk with you, learn about you, yeah. <laughs> get to like understand who you are. Which And I feel like that's me too now. 
I go into people's houses. First thing I do is try to break down the barrier to talk to you and just kind of relate to you, get on your same level, and help you out. And I tell, I always tell people I'm a problem solver. That's what I do. I just solve problems. If there's a problem in the right way, I got to fix it so that whatever that problem was causing an issue with, it's not there anymore. So my problem right now is how do I help facilitate my dad and mom retiring? My mom, if she had the keys to just turn over the next day, she would. She would just give us the keys and say, all right, here you go. I'm ready to, I'm ready to be a grandma and live my life and do what I want to do because she's still young. Yeah. So is my dad. And I tell my dad, okay, my goal, I told him this last year. Or actually, I told him this this year. Well, December. I told him, my goal is to retire you in five years. Whatever that looks like, we got to do it. Whether it be changing marketing so that we're getting so many calls that you don't need to go out into the field and talk. Whether it be training new technicians so that we can train them in the way that we like to do plumbing on the service side. Then... We got to do that. Whether it be redoing redoing our whole office to automate everything, then we got to do that, which is what we have been doing. So I've been doing a lot of training this year, um, business training, um, coaching for sales. Uh, and the last four years, I in the company, my major role has been training apprentices. So we take someone, we like somebody with no experience. But we'll take someone with experience. And that's because we don't think our way is the right way. But if you're working at our shop, it definitely is the right way. So, and I've had guys leave our shop and go to other shops and tell me, like, literally, I've come into problems that I've had. And I don't call my supervisor. I gave Big Joe or you a call. And I still get calls from those people. And it's cool. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, there's more than enough work to go around. Plumbing is, there's water's always going to corrode something. Sewers are always going to back up. I mean, there's no foolproof plan yet. Even Roots are always going to grow. Roots are always going to grow. Even if you think that your plastic pipe is not going to get a root in it, it could. And I've seen it. So, Or your pipeliner is not going to fail. I've seen that too. So there's a whole bunch of things that are going to happen in the plumbing world. But as far as Mr. Rooter of uh, South San Gabriel, Los Angeles, and Temecula is concerned... Uh, we're just trying to figure out how to be more efficient. We're a small shop. We got about 15 employees all together, including three in the office and the rest in, in the field. But um, LA is a big city, and Temecula is a big area too. So I got two guys that I got. I once trained up for Temecula. Uh, he runs all of our Temecula calls. He brought his best friend in from Moval. So CJ has been with me for almost a year. Um, also because we can't get any trucks, I can't get these guys into trucks Yeah. of <laughs> the truck shortage. So he's ready to go run drain line calls, run water line calls. Uh, and then I got a young guy who my little sister during COVID was like, Hey dad, you, you, are you guys hiring? And she was talking to this guy on the phone. Cause he's like, I just lost my job today. Cause the parents that I was tutoring don't want me to come over because of COVID. This kid shows up and he's like, he's smart. This guy's got all the talent when it comes to being mechanically inclined. Like he can figure out a system. I have had to like check him a few times because he like does it his own way, which isn't the wrong way. But the thing is that I can't allow bad habits to form that can cause problems. And for us, it's if a sewer line backs up and floods out a house, that's a hundred thousand dollars claim all day long. Yeah. 
if a water line breaks down and floods someone's house, that's a claim too. Like, and we got to stay away from those because those things happen. So what's the difference between, like everybody's going from, we went from galvanized to copper. Now PEX. So, now is it PEX? Is it PEX the thing now or? So PEX is the thing now because it's cheaper than copper. Yeah. You can buy a whole roll of PEX or, which is a hundred feet. And that's literally going to be the quarter of a cost. Might be a little bit more right now. There was a shortage, so I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But I would say it's going to be a quarter of the cost than 100 feet of copper. And one guy can carry like 400 feet yeah. of pegs. And I mean, I think you're going to have trouble carrying, you know, 100 feet of copper by yourself. Yeah. Which is only 10 sticks yes. of copper at 10 at ten foot sticks. Yeah. And the pegs is this big and the coppers. Yeah, and yeah, it, I mean, I like, I mean, it's, there's different types of pecs, yeah. and there's different types of plastic water lines. Um, everyone knows PVC from sprinklers and stuff like that. It's not the best to put in your walls. I would never put it in your walls. I've seen it there. It's not something you want to do. It's easy to put together. It's like Legos, and I think a lot of the older plumbers that learned the hard way, and I say hard because it's literally just a skill that you have to learn uh, for soldering um or even threading pipe for some of the older guys even older older guys yeah um they're intimidated by that newer technology but guys like me who who ha- i know how to thread pipe i know how to solder i have pro press machines um i don't use shark bites <laughs> yeah um it's just something that i want to put into the market too because one it makes me faster um and i'm still kind of old school in the way that i like my stuff straight these cheaper companies that will charge you like 3500 bucks to repipe your whole house in like two days their stuff is not straight it's like wavy through the walls it's not like my stuff is straight with lasers make sure it's all nice and clean looking because i would like to think that if someone was to go see my work they're not going to be like oh yeah the person who did this job he didn't know what he was doing so and then also i have like the mindset like if I gotta lead by example. So if I take the time to make sure that all my pipes are straight and all my fittings are clean, then my guys that I'm teaching, they're gonna have that same habit. Hopefully they won't, you know, get lazy in the future, but at least if they are taught the hard way the first time, then they're gonna figure out and manipulate it to their own ways. So but, so is PV is a PVC, is um PEX how long like how long does that last compared to the copper? I mean, PEX is going to last as long as a water bottle is going to last. It's going to be around for hundreds of years. Yeah, so it's, it's not too bad. And then, yeah. Yeah. Unless you live in an area where it freezes, you can have cracked pipes real quick because water swells or water expands when it freezes. So that's better for, that's, that's even, better for copper? No, so oh. uh, like cold areas, that's like a completely different ballgame. I've never had to deal with that. I've actually frozen pipes to cut... Uh, to cut the pipe and connect onto it, but I've never seen it where it's frozen and blown the pipe apart, except for on a truck of ours. We were doing a job up in uh, Lake Hughes uh, for a a contractor, and we had a hydrogener truck up there. Well, we didn't know that it got so cold in Lake Hughes that it <laughs> freezes, and this was in the middle of the winter. So we come back the next day, all the water was all over the place, still leaking, like seeping out of the fittings that were that it, they had cracked, and it had split open half 
a two and a half inch um like steel pipe like yeah. just split it open and we were like this is crazy so we had so we rented that truck we had to go fix it on the to <laughs> fix it on site um i remember i wasn't there at the time uh fixing it but i remember having to go drive all to get all the parts and then they put it all together and luckily it was not luckily nothing got broken at the welds that yeah. were had the threads on it it was all in like the valves and the hoses underneath the jetter truck so that was a good thing but back to your uh your question about what's better for me pex is going to be better overall because it's, it's just as clean as drinking out of a water bottle like if you get copper, you're always going to get some mineral of copper. Now, copper's not a bad mineral. I don't think it'll make you sick. You know, at least they don't say that on the TV when they tell you to get the <laughs> yeah. copper shirt. Yeah, copper. Yeah, uh, copper fit. Copper fit. Yeah, copper fit. <laughs> yeah, copper fit. So, copper's you know? good for you. Yeah, but <clears throat> copper is super expensive. You yes. got copper cooking pans. Yeah. You know, um, pure copper is just it's a it's a it's a commodity, so the prices go up and down. And you and when you weld them, you weld them with copper, right? So we actually weld them with like silver. Silver, okay. Yeah, so the solder used to be lead back in the day. Yeah, I know. That's long. And because it would have low melting point. Yeah. And now, because they don't want anyone to die from lead poisoning, they didn't learn from the Romans who had lead pipes or the (laughs) first. The Romans? I think it's Romans. Yeah. Um, They got sick from lead poisoning. Um, They're just getting, they got rid of it here in California because it caused cancer and stuff like that. Yeah. That's not a good thing. But, um,. I don't even solder anymore. I really don't. If I don't have you to, just, I won't. Really? I use a yeah. I use ProPress. Yeah. You know, so soldering is pretty dangerous under the house if you don't know what you're doing, or an attic if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, the equipment's cheap, so it's real easy to start learning. The fittings are not that expensive. Not like ProPress. ProPress is like five times the cost. One ninety costs me like five bucks or seven bucks at Home Depot. Yeah. Versus. A whole bag of 90s <laughs> a 15 count bag of 90s cost that same amount in solder so but pex is even cheaper it's cheaper the labor to put it together is a little bit easier um you just kind of have to make sure you're not uh you're not cutting the pipe or any way that's uneven at the joints because that's where you'll get a leak and i haven't take it back i have had one leak on it <laughs> I had one leak where I put it together, and it was the only time. It was like eight thirty at night. I had just gotten the parts from Home Depot at, so it was the only time I could I use Home Depot parts, and I just hate Home Depot pecs. I won't really use it if I don't have to. But uh, you never know when those calls come in after five o'clock, and the five o'clock after that time, you don't if you don't have it in your truck, you're at the mercy of Home Depot. But I do like that Home Depot started to cut, uh, carry the uh, ProPress fittings. Those are, it's nice to have the option at like 10 o'clock at night. Well, not, they close at like 9.30 or 10. Yeah. So it's definitely saved me a couple of times. That's good. So ProPress, yeah, I seen it on your on your video. Um, son of a plumber, I see you use those, using that all the time. It's just <clears throat> way quicker. So when you do the pecs, you, do you put like how, when you bend it, do you have to, do you bend the 90? Or you put a 90 in it. So I'm old school. I, I put 90s in it. Okay. Uh, a lot of guys cut corners and do the bends. No, and, it. and I've taken the, the class. You can do the bends, but you're supposed to, you can do 90 turns. 45 is not that going to be that big of a deal. Um, but you can do a 90 turn. You just need to make sure you're using, they have like a little bracket that they put the pipe in and it just kind of holds it from getting pinched. Yeah. So, because even if you pinch it, you can heat it back up with a heat gun and it'll 
go back to its original form. Yeah, like memory. Yeah. Not muscle memory, but plastic yeah. memory. I don't plastic know. memory. Yeah. yeah. I have yet to do it. I seen it during training, but uh, it was pretty cool. I liked it. I would, uh, I mean, I would do it if I had to. Yeah. Um, because I would hate to have a whole hundred foot roll and in the middle there's a kink and because I'm afraid of the kink, I cut it out to have to put a coupling there. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I like as least amount of connections as possible in my runs. Yeah. So, and I, that's just the way I am. Cause I feel like I'm small OCD about that. Well, that's good. Like you take care of what you're doing. Yeah. I like to, I mean, I just still like to. I like to treat it like it's not my house because if I treat it like it's my house, <laughs> then I'm going to have plumbing left and right. I'm going to have my plumbing has not been done at my house yeah. yet. Most, of, most of the mechanics, mechanics have the worst cars, the worst stuff. Exactly. Don't want to work your own. You don't want to work on your own stuff. Like I know um, um, asphalt guys at their garage, their driveways look horrible. Like, <laughs> you could do this you, in one weekend. You, no, you had leftover asphalt. You, could have oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could do the whole thing, but yeah. It's different. Yeah, I remember when I when I went into my parents' house one time. So my parents, the reason I had to move out was when I had a kid, but and I was trying to save up for a house and not lease a place or rent a place. So my parents were like, "Hey, we're rebuilt, we're remodeling the house. You got to move out." So nice. luckily, I was already in, in place. Yeah. To buy a house at that time, so I did, and um, I didn't get reamed. It was actually I probably should have bought earlier, but you know. You can only do so much yet. Yeah. At, when you're like 20-something. Yeah. With a kid and trying to figure out life. Um, but yeah, so I crawled under his house. And I looked and I'm like, who did the plumbing here? Because it is horrible. I mean, I don't know how our plumbing drained for so many years. Literally, the drain went down and then back up in, a, in an area. And I'm like... There's no way that this was a drain for all those. We never had a stoppage in the line. Like yeah. in the in the whole for since I moved in there when I was like seven. And I moved out when I was twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. So I have no idea how long that's what twenty one years or no, that's it's a, Big Joe, dude. Big Joe. Something happens. It's really interesting. He he's like, I didn't even do the plumbing under the house. The guys did that used to work for us. I was like, You're lucky that, you know. We didn't have stoppages over and over and over again. But um, I don't like calling under houses if I don't have to anymore. I was actually, before I was coming here, I was like, am I going to come do this podcast with Tim? Or am I going to crawl under my house and work on my plumbing tonight? <laughs> I think I'm going to crawl under the house. No, I think I'm going to go help Tim. Yeah, let's go, let's go see Tim. Yeah. Well, you told me we're coming Wednesday. Yeah, but I'm always working on something. I yeah. never stop working. Yeah. Literally, like, with having, so the Mr. Rooter's not mine. I don't, I don't claim it to be my company yet. I'm not even like, I'm not even like officially like an officer or anything of the company. I'm just me. Yeah. Like I'm doing more than I get paid for, but yet I have an attachment to it because I've seen it grow from literally being one truck and my mom and dad running it out of a house to when we moved back to LA in the nineties. Because um, I was living in Temecula for a couple of years at my grandparents' house over there. And my dad would come back and forth until one day he just stopped coming. He just stopped coming back to the house. Like, hey, where's dad at? So then we would go a week without seeing dad. Then we'd go two weeks without seeing dad. Then we went like two and a half months, three months. Like, when did, is, dad, 
did something happen? Like, I was like five at the time. I didn't know what was happening. I just know dad wasn't showing up. Yeah. And my dad was like, I just can't put 100% into this and be able to drive an hour and a half back and forth. Well, an hour and a half one way, an hour and a half the other way. So three hours. And then in the morning, it's traffic. Yeah. So he stood out. He stood, he stood at my grandma's house here in L.A. And then one day, my dad's like, hey, I got this place. We're, you're all moving back. Oh, cool. Where are we moving to? I don't even know. I, don't even, I didn't even know LA. I was like, I was like six. I didn't even know what LA was like. Yeah. And then, you know, I was living in Jamaica at that time. Jamaica was very new in the 90s still. Like, I just started school. I actually went there until I was in second grade. So, like, second grade, I was at a brand new school. Like, they just built it. Like, IMAX were everywhere. Yeah. Like, we moved back to LA. I'm like, this is not that nice, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all the white people. Like, yeah. Why is there so many Asians here? Like, I was literally like, to make those like, like I was literally the only Mexican kid and a couple handful of Filipino kids, and we all lived in the same block. <laughs> so I remember that too. That was kind of a crazy thing and fun and moving here and then just kind of like, there's really nothing to do out in like the IE. I don't know what people do out there. Buy motorcycles. I, I think yeah, yeah, like ride motorcycles. But yeah. like, what do you do at night when you can't ride a motorcycle? Drink. Go to the bar. That's what they do. They party. Bonfires. I don't know. I guess we have to ask the dudes that, that, that live out there. Yeah. I have one cousin that lives out there still. Oh, two, actually, two. And he... Two that's my age. Well, now it's different. There's all kinds of stuff to do now. There's... One of them still like just drinks and parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do down in Temecula. And... Well, Old Town has always, always been fun to go yeah. to. It's more fun now that I'm an adult and I can... Hang out, have a beer there, here or there. Hang out at the clubs. There's a little club down there we went to. Um, there's like a an arcade bar. That's fun. I love going to arcade bars because, you know, I'm not spending tons of money on drinking. Now I'm spending tons of money on having a drink and trying to play pinball. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you go to like arcades as a kid? I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I mean, you and my dad are around the same age, so like he would tell me he grew up partially out in Tor not Torrance and uh. Uh, Redondo Beach, mm -hmm. and he would always go to that one arcade. He said that's right there, um, right there by the pier in Redondo Beach. No, it's I, not there anymore. But. There were some here. There was one in Pasadena. There was one down in um, East LA. Were they big? <clears throat> yeah, they were big. There was one. There was. We used to go to a, go and play pool at this place in Monterey Park, and they had a couple of games there. But it was mostly. Was it on Atlantic? Yes. Was it the billiards? No, it was in billiards. Yeah, it was called Mister. So it was that was the same one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, so. dude! So I would see that. I mean, growing up, Monterey Park, right next to the waterfall stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to always go there. Right next to the Cascades. <laughs> well, we used to go there at first, and we used to play all the time. Then it got taken over, and we couldn't go in there no more. <laughs> <laughs> so we were there all the time, playing, playing, playing. Then it got a little less, like a little less, no tables, and. They just didn't want us to come in. What was it? Was it like a gambling hall or something? I don't know. Time? A lot of, like this, the, like is this became more Asian? Like more Asian? Chinese Asian? I, I don't know what it was. I feel like Japanese Asians in Monterey Park were more inviting to me than the Chinese. Yeah. I just know that they were, they came in mm -hmm. and nobody else can come in anymore. Just like in a lot of places. They just, they just it was different. It wasn't, you know, it was a like pool hall. East Dallas City Carriers at the time? Yeah, pool hall and like there was everybody there before. You know, they said bar, they would drink and play pool. And then it would be less 
My dad almost died coming out of that place. He told me that guy's been in like so many car accidents. You should have a podcast with him. And I said, "All right, how many car accidents have you been into? And how many motorcycle accidents have you been?" Speaking of car accidents, let's talk about you. Oh yeah. You were talking to me about the one where you uh, got rear-ended. So let's 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 um, bring that one back to the. So the car accident. Anyone listening, you should uh, you should definitely inform if you have any young kids. That are gonna start driving you should try and figure out the best way to explain to them about what happens when you get into a car accident and i think this should be part of the driving test because i was really young when this happened didn't know and i feel like i have long-term effects from it yeah um i must have been 17 16 i <coughs> uh, took my best friend home he only lived like four miles away from where i live at travel the same path every day and so it was like 10.30 at night, sitting there at the light, waiting. All of a sudden, I just get slammed into the back, and I'm just like, oh, no. I'm in my mom's car at the time. I'm like, oh, no, she's going to kill me. But I didn't do anything. It wasn't my fault. I was just sitting there at the light. So I get out of the car, I'm like, high on adrenaline. Like, my body's like, what's happening? Like, I'm in East LA. I'm looking around. There's no one around. So then I go and I look. It's like, hey, what's going on? The guy's passed out, like just blacked out, head into the steering wheel with, with a bottle of a computer cleaner. And I'm like, oh, that guy might be dead. <laughs> oh, no. Here, Okay. What do I do here? Um, okay, let me call the, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Some guy comes from the back and says, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, this guy's like passed out and music's blasting super loud, by the way, like techno. This is like 2011, 2010, maybe. Um, so Edem was really big at the time. Uh, the guy's like, Hey, get, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the father of this guy. And I'm like, what? Were, were you chasing him down the street? <laughs> he, there was a liquor store across the street and I guess he was at the liquor store, saw the accident happen and then noticed that it was his son's car so he's like you know pull over the side the guy was you know was an older man and i'm just like a young kid i'm thinking okay an adult's here (laughs) like he's the father of the guy that crashed into me i should just listen to him so i pull over get out of the intersection because i got pushed into the intersection get out to the side and while i'm turning the car and going to the side to pull over i see in the rear view mirror i see the driver gets out of the car punches his dad throws his dad down on the floor, and then hops in the car and drives off. And I'm like, what do I do? No, 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 come back. And so I didn't even take a photo of the crash. I didn't get a license plate number during the crash. I was just so in shock, didn't know what to do. It was my first crash that I'd ever been in. That was my fault, because I did get a fender bender one time. Um, And then the dad's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. I have the... um, I have all the information. Here's my phone number. And at that time, I'm a kid thinking, hey, you need to go stop him. He's high on computer cleaner. <laughs> just He just took off 100 miles down Whittier Boulevard. You better go get that dude. And uh, not thinking I should call the cops, should make a report. Um, end of the day, about two weeks later, finally the guy comes around. Uh, they asked me how I'm feeling. At the time, I wasn't really thinking about it because I was like, my mom's car is jacked up fix my mom's car so they 
They come out of pocket. They pay for the whole entire car to get repainted. Um, nothing happened in the front, but uh, there was some curb, little curbs, rashes here and there on the car. A few little dings. It was a nice Cadillac, but my mom had a few mistakes, and so she got her whole car redone. <laughs> and uh, the guy paid it out of pocket, and we didn't do an insurance claim or anything. But had I known, I would have got my back checked out. I had X-rays, you know. And I feel like today, I've always had back problems since a young age. And I've always felt it was because of that that accident. Because I was at a standing stop and that guy just hit me. And so that's why I said if you're a parent with the kids, you should inform them on what to do in case of an accident when they start driving or before they start driving. Because you never know. You know, I would just take my best friend home. So things happen in cars, you know. That's my fear as a parent now too. Like I just thought about the other day. I'm like, man, like. My kids could just be in a car and get hit by someone. It'd be scary. I can't. I don't have any control about it. Yep. Like you could be in an intersection waiting to take a left, and someone could just come and t-bone you. you. Got nine more years. Juju's driving. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping by that time cars are full self-driving. <laughs> I I don't know how you feel about self-driving, but I love it. I got a, a Ford Lightning with a, a Blue Cruise, and. It's actually the only reason I got the car is because it had self-driving. Yeah. That's the only reason why I waited for it. And then I found out the the higher-end models of the F-250 and F-150. Yeah, they have it. Now have it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm cool with going electric. I think it, I, I don't, I definitely, if I had the same car payment for a, a nicer F-250 or F-150, like a platinum, whatever, or I think that's the limited now. The limited is the highest yeah. model trim. If I had gotten that and then had to pay for gas versus not having to pay for gas now, I think I'd go with not having to pay for gas. Yeah, we um, I drove the Lightning. The black, we had a black one. Nice. So I drove it. It's pretty cool. Quick, huh? Only thing is because we're parking at a show and I'm trying to get it onto the thing. I had to get used to it because you push reverse. Reverse is really touchy. Reverse is really touchy. It's, Forward, you can kind of cruise, but reverse, it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, you have to kind of... It's, into it. it's that torque. It's that yeah. like electric torque. It's yeah. something I don't even drive the car full time. My my partner does. It's a family car. I got it because yeah. I like to go to the mountains. I like to go to the desert. I like I don't know if I'll ever take the desert, but I've taken it to the mountains like two or three times now. And I just like I like the car for for that. I like the F one fifty. I shouldn't even say the lightning. I like the F one fifty for the space inside where we're just comfortable as a family. Because I was also thinking about getting the Rivian. Yeah, but it's not um, as big inside. It's not as big inside. It's more of like a Toyota Tacoma, which for a single guy like you probably be fine. But what I really liked about it is all the technology <laughs> yeah. and the look. But my girlfriend didn't like the look, so I so when I was coming down to putting a reservation in, I went with I went with the F one fifty because I just knew it was an F one fifty. Ford's not going anywhere. Ford's not going to die. Rivian's doing really bad in the stocks right now. I yeah. know because I bought their stocks and I just cry every day. I look at I did, it. I did too. You told me to buy it, so I bought them. But anyways. I thought it was going to go, bro. Well, it did. It spiked high. Well, it could still, I mean, it's still, you just leave it in. I saw okay. someone with the SUV the other day. I was talking to her. She said she loves it. So I was like, and her, she, the only reason she got her SUV, uh, she waited for a year. And it's like the second SUV I've seen around because there's not too many of them yet. But there's like a lot of the trucks out right now. Yeah. Um, especially here in California. Well, I seen the, it's right there by the airport, the their place. And awesome. I drove by one day on accident. And I was like, hey, all kinds of trucks. There's yeah. a lot of them. So the, the SUV is, that's what I really wanted. I really like the SUV. One, I got kids. You know, 
I got dogs too, and I'd like them to all be inside. So, um, but the face of it, my girlfriend was down with it. She's like, I don't like the face of it. The lights. Yeah, yeah, lights are different. Yeah. And I was like, I like them. Yeah. But it's almost, they're almost the same. They're close. All the electric trucks are looking very, they're all very round in the front. No, but except, the, the, the Lightning and the Rivian, the lights are almost the same, except they're oval and they're round. That's the difference. One are oval and one's round, but they're no, still. No, my lights are square. They're square. Yeah, but it kind of looks the same way, like that. Kind of pattern. Look, yeah, we look at And then the light bar across the front. Yeah. You know what I'm excited to see? The new uh, Cybertruck when that thing comes out. Yeah, if it comes out again. Well, they just showed them the new, the new, new one because they had yeah. to scale everything down. It was way too big. Yeah. It was like a dually. Yeah, it was big. Long bed, <laughs> like yeah. wide, bigger than that. Yeah, it's so, gonna be small now. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, what about your um, your what did you, what did you call it last time when you were driving? Anxiety, your uh, your battery anxiety. What was it? Oh yeah, range anxiety. <laughs> range anxiety. I don't have it. <laughs> In town, in LA, in in like areas that are well developed, I don't have any problem with range, like because the chargers are literally like 20, 30 minutes. Like if yeah. I'm all the way down low, thirty minutes full charge. If I'm like, if I know I'm going between here and Temecula, like I don't feel it. Like I'll be okay, cool. Like I've come home, they're like ten miles on the range estimator. Plug it into my charger at the house the next morning. We're ready to go. No problem. Like, and even it's, it's, I stop it at 80% every day because I want to keep the battery life better. That's what they told me. So they say not to charge it up every day, but now, like if I want to go to, so the one part that I did have, I was scared to take it was Havasu. I was like, when we, we, we got the truck in the summer. Like I was like one of the first couple hundred people to get it. Like even the people at the dealership were like, do you know someone at Ford? I was like, nope. I just put it. I was, I remember seeing the day that they were um, doing the um, the video, the, the reveal online, and I was like, don't care about that. Refresh, 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 refresh. Trying to get the uh, reservation. The reservation was only 100 bucks. So I'm like, 100 bucks? Okay, even if I don't buy it, whatever. That's yeah. 100 bucks. You know, to me, it's like, at least I have my spot. And then yeah. I found out, even if you had an early reservation, you're still not guaranteed to get the model because... They ended up making the Lariats more first. Yeah. So, which was like the mid-range. Because the Platinums uh, had a couple extra bells and whistles, which I wish I knew about. Mm -hmm. Because I really would have liked to know that I could have got a back massager in the truck. <laughs> because I don't drive the truck. I literally am passenger most of the time. And then when I do drive the truck, I still would have liked to have a back massager. Yeah. For nice. the long distance that I like to go. Like, I like to go to Mammoth. So... But anyways, back to my story about um, the desert. So wanted to go to Havasu. We're gonna go for what's the end of the holiday? One of those holiday weekends, Memorial Day, end of one of the summer, end of the summers. So we're like, well, we have the lightning. We've only had it for like two weeks. Should we take it? Like, oh, but what about the towing range? So I hadn't, I hadn't had any time to really mess with it. But then there's no superchargers in the middle of the desert between mm -hmm. LA and um, Arizona. Like you, what, once you get to Arizona, there's like one supercharger, but you have to be in like Havasu, Bullhead City area. Somewhere they don't like have that. one in Quartzsite? Oh no, that's different. That's, that's a So they have the Tesla different. chargers. <laughs> yeah. There's Tesla chargers everywhere. Okay. But. So you is, can't use a Tesla charger? No, you can't. But the thing is, is the fun, the fun part. So Tesla 
is getting rid of their charger. Reason being is that their charger doesn't give as much, doesn't do enough high output. Like I think theirs is limited to two something where the um, Electrify America, which is a CC, I think it's CCS or CSS charger, which is like the standard charger. Yeah. That one goes up to 450 kilowatts, I think. So Tesla got beat out, <clears throat> which is cool because now they're going to be changing their chargers to that um, that t- kind of port. And I yeah. think what you'll see is that it, they've already been doing it in Europe. So in Europe, they're like, hey, there's no you have this charger, you have this charger, you have this charger. Just like they did the iPhones and yeah. uh, C and uh, C types. Yeah, that's they, did, they did the same thing to electric cars. So in, I think right now, I think the, there's only one country, I think it's like, one, which is like one of those Norwegian countries. They have all the same chargers all across the board. My phone still has a iPhone charger. It's not, not here in America, not in America, but in Europe, it's all one charger. Look, I know, but the iPhone didn't change. The I'm lightning, like... right? But your iPad, you have an iPad. Oh yeah, yeah, the iPads and all that just okay. changed. So that they're all going. Yeah. It's going to happen. So... I mean, it's better for the flow of electricity or whatever. Yeah. So, I'm not an electrician anymore, but... How much does it cost to charge now? Did it go up? So, for me, it's free. I get free two-year charging. Oh, One, yeah. my charger, my home charger. So, when I bought the Lariat package, I got the Rapid Charger. The Ford's version of the Rapid Charger. They were like, oh, or they're backordered. Because they have the Mustang. So, they're Mustang? backordered. Mach-E. The Mach-E, yeah. So, wait, wait, I drove one of those, too. I haven't driven one. Like it? Is yours? Does yours have where you can push the pedal and it goes forward? Let out the pedal and it's brake. Mm-hmm. One one pedal driving. The same thing with the Teslas. That's horrible. How do you do that? So let me tell you right now. <laughs> the reason that thing is awesome. I went up to Mammoth, right? And when I was coming back down, it regenerative braked all the way down. I left Mammoth uh, at like two eighty seven and got down the hill at like three something, like. <laughs> I was like, "This is crazy!" Like, but how do you how do you do it? Because it was it was kind of confusing for me. You you just you just learn you learn how to do it. So I still like am kind of like, eh, 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 eh. like, yeah. like uh, you just feel it, right? You can take that off in the settings. Yeah, I know that that's what I did. I put it on to see what it but works. But it burns more battery. <clears throat> okay. So well, I don't drive. Like I said, most of the time, my girlfriend she's like, I can't get used to driving regular cars again. Yeah. Because it's I gotta use I gotta use the brake. But you also save your brakes because your motors are doing the slowing down of the vehicle. Yeah. So and it's pretty like instant. Like you feel it right there. So I like we leave one pedal on because one, the regenerative braking. Two, I wanna save the brakes as long as I can. Yeah. So and the tires, I think it slows down. I don't think it wears the tires as much either. Cause when my dad had his Tesla, his first Tesla, I think he said he went like Three years or without changing the brakes. Yeah. Like that's how long they lasted. So now he's got two more Teslas. He has a Model Y and a Model Three. Really? Yeah, he went and bought two Teslas. <laughs> so my sister needed a car, and my youngest sister started driving. So she got my sister's car, and while he was looking for a car for her, um, she only pays like she has a four. She had a Ford Escape, a hybrid version. And that thing was like probably the best car she. We didn't. It like fell into her lap. Our laps. Your oldest. Your oldest sister. Uh, my middle sister. Okay. Uh, Jackie, 
it fell it fell into our lap because it just happened to be someone had got in for somebody else they didn't like it and from there uh we were like hey we'll take it off your hands mm-hmm. and she spent like spent like 40 bucks on gas going back and forth from Temecula, i mean not to make it from uh, monterey park to uh la puente for school and that was like 40 bucks for like two weeks it was just a great car for her yeah so my dad was like uh she's like i don't want to spend a lot of money in gas my dad's like do you not know how gas works? Like, <laughs> it just gets more expensive. Yeah. And then you buy, you buy the same amount, but it keeps going up and up and up. Yeah. So she was looking for cars that were fuel efficient. At this time, this is the middle of COVID. Nobody's got a car. All used cars are super high. So then she waited another year. Now it's 2023 uh, now, right? And uh, we were doing a job and I drove by a used car lot and they had tons of Teslas. And they only sell Teslas. They don't do any financing. You have to have your own financing. The guy's like, I make twelve hundred bucks per sale. This is I just these cars move themselves, and I don't have to deal with financing. So you bring me the financing. Here's the price. That's the deal. That same week that we went over there, and my dad liked the Model Three. My sister saw. She said, Okay, you know, I'm cool with it. Like, I like it. Um, my sister's very like. It doesn't matter. Like, she's not buying herself. Yeah. So my she's very like. Let's, yeah, sure. Whatever you like. Yeah, whatever you She's <laughs> yeah. very, like, she's the most nonchalant one of us all. She's the just go with the flow person. So, and the guy just got a brand new Model Y. It was like 2022, only had like 2,000 miles on it. And my dad's like, yeah, let's do that one too. Because <laughs> my, my dad was tired of my mom driving around his Raptor. So, yeah, so that's how that, and that just happened like last month. Nice. So just at the just at the beginning of the year, in January, when we got them. So now everybody's got Teslas, except for an electric. We're going all electric, except okay. for Big Joe. I think he's going to keep the Raptor for another year too. Okay. So, but uh, if they come with an electric Raptor, I think he'll be right there. <laughs> well, that yours is pretty close to it. You know what? I so yeah. I mean, it's all the same frame. No, I think the only thing that's different is the rear suspension. It's independent. Um, I just saw someone do did a Raptor kit on it out in Chino Hills. Yeah. I forgot what shop out there did it. It looks sick. But I don't know what it does to the range. It'll be the same. You think so? Yeah, they would really change. Like, what about all the extra weight? No, it's not that much weight. It's if, a lift. If you change like, off, it's not that much different. It's not that much different. It looks like I'm going to get a Raptor kit on there. <laughs> Raptor kit. Dude, we went in the Raptor one time. That... Is a very capable vehicle. We went, we were out in Glamis, and uh, our buddies were like, oh, let's go to the hill. It was at night. And it's like, oh, it's too cold. I don't want to drive a Razor. Okay, we'll take the Raptor. So, so the first time you ever took the Raptor out to uh, Glamis, put that thing in sand mode, bro. And we were way in the back in some deep bowls. And I was like, dude, are we going to be able to get out of here? And he, that thing was keeping up with all the little Razors everywhere. I was so impressed didn't air what, down. Was it the new one or the old one? Uh, the, the V8 or the horse? No, he's got the 6. The, okay, the, six. The, the V6, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we went everywhere in that thing. He likes the sound of the V8. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, I think I, when the TRX came out, he's like, I think I want the TRX. And I was like, why? You only took your truck to the desert one time. <laughs> yeah. It's been to the lake more than it's been to the desert. I was like, I think you're fine. You don't need a V8. But I mean, you know, work hard. You want to, you want to buy things you want, you know, 
everybody was at the time the TRX was the Rage. Everyone wanted one. Now they have the Type R, right, or the Raptor R with the V8. That's supposed. To, is it faster? Do you know if it's faster? Did you do events with Perfort? Come on, you should know some of that. I know about that. I don't really know about them because I'm not a product specialist. Okay. So you got to become a product specialist next. Then they know everything about it. I'll ask the product specialist next time. I'll say, I bought this. What does it have? When I bought my Lightning, so I got called, right, into Ford. I was, it came like uh, half a month earlier. I didn't even know that was coming. That was supposed to be like the next month. They gave me a call. I show up there. I'm like, I already knew everything about the truck. I've been waiting for a whole year and a half for this truck. I was like, this is awesome. So, so I was talking to the guy. He didn't know nothing about the truck. I'm <laughs> like, hey, bro, don't worry about this one. I know about this truck. And then they try to mark that thing up like 30000 I was like, no, 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 no. It's not happening that way. I ordered it online. I It's not like you guys had it here and I, and I was like, oh, I need a truck. No, I had ordered it a year in advance. You only got it because it's under my reservation. Yeah. So got them all the way down. I paid them a small markup and got the truck off the lot that night. Did you get the color you wanted? So I didn't pick the color I wanted because my girlfriend, because she's the one who drives the car full time. And I, you know, it's we're not married, but I like to think if I make her happy, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. So um, I picked this silver blue that she also liked, which I was cool with. And I like it grow it grew more on me now because one, I know that it's not coming out anymore. That was like the launch year edition. Yeah. I've only seen two other ones with it. I actually saw one with a work with a with a pipe rack on top. <laughs> I was like, dang, I would not buy a Lariat for the amount of money that I bought it for and use it as a work truck. But um I would have bought like an XLT. The XLTs are like the base models. Yeah. Um with uh that's what they're trying to sell. I mean, I think uh like Enterprise bought like a hundred thousand or something like that of them, like and uh, or Sunbelt. One of them bought like a lot of uh, lightings. Mm-hmm. So that's why the XLT. I heard the XLTs are gonna come out a lot slower because they're fulfilling those big orders or something like that. But uh, the color I really liked was the red, and the and the the I think it's lightning blue. Yeah. And the red that was I had a fusion when that red came out and I love that red. It's like a crimson like shiny red, but um, I've only seen one truck with that. And my color just kind of sticks to me because I know that's my truck. Yeah. So until I put some rims or wheels or something on it, that makes it look a little different. Yeah, we have a black one. I like the black too. We have a black one, and it's we just have hard the, to keep black. And we have the white, the white Maki. I like the Maki too. I've been in one. I've never ridden one. I just been in it. Like yeah, we just took it back. It's gone now. But the car I really wanted was the was the Bronco. We have a bunch of Broncos. I love that. That's thing. the thing we're doing right now, the Bronco Nation and all that. Do you do the do you have the little track you set up the little track and all that? Um, no, we just they're most displayed, but they have the tracks. I think at um I'm going to KOH tomorrow on um, Saturday. No, Sunday. And um, that's what they have a track. Well, I know that KOH had a um that like the track, like they would let you do ride alongs. Yeah. I remember that happened like X amount of years ago. Yeah, they have before it again. the Bronco came out. They have it now like, for the Bronco. I was so amped. I was like, we got to go. Like, I was still on the fence about putting in. I, I had waited, and I was still on the fence about putting in an order because I knew how long it was going to take. Yeah. Um, and we had, like, a Subaru at the time, so I wasn't, like, in a rush. But I, I'm a, I'm a Ford guy. I, like, I have a Ford work truck. My personal own little car that I have is a, is a Bronco 95 Eddie Bauer. Um, my kids are in a Lightning. So my dream car is a 69 Mach 1. 
if I could find one, it'd be in the garage. That wouldn't break the bank, <laughs> which is just going to be the reason why it's in the garage, because it'll be just a frame. Yeah. But even they're selling, like, chassis for 28000 The other day, I saw a actual, not a, not a Mach 1, but a 69 Cobra Jet, 428, all matching. It was 78000 for it. It's come down a long way since the mid-2000s, but... That's in your top drawer. Huh? That's in your top drawer. No, not, my, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. No, that's, a, that's for when I have to flee the country. Let oh. find out my other side business. We're not going to get to that. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was good, Joe. We talked about a lot of stuff here. We'll get you back in. We'll do some more stuff. we got some funny stories I know that I, I want to talk to you about. and some uh, Part two? Have, yeah, part, have two. part two? Yeah, we'll talk come about back. AI? Yeah. We do AI. That'll be fun. That's what I want to talk about today, but... We can get AI. I got time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come back and do it again. All right. Yeah. We'll do AI next time and... Maybe next time I will have gone into the ventures about AI that I'm trying to do. Well, yeah, we're, that's what I'm thinking. That I know a lot of I I have some ideas about AI, and then we'll have Jordan here. He'll talk about AI and different stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Next Get time, Jordan over here. Yeah, see if he, he was supposed to come tonight, but uh, you know, you know, Jordan, he's busy. He's busy doing nothing. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. What <laughs> being busy? Yeah. No, I think he's doing gaming today. They're having a. He's at a tournament. Has he won any tournaments? Um, he wins on like yeah, but they're not. Do you make any money yet on that? Yeah, but his the money he makes like they make money, but it's not money. You know what I mean? It's like like small prizes. Like, what, are you, what are you winning? Like that's winning money. I won a twenty dollar gift certificate <laughs> yeah. to to uh, Circuit City. No, Circuit yeah. City's not around. <laughs> like, Best Buy. He, he wins like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, or maybe hopefully two hundred dollars. I don't know. Just whatever. He's having fun. But does he split that with his team? Uh, no, no. On what he plays, it's it's by yourself. It's oh, what does he play? He does smash. He does magic, and he does something else that are all just one person. Okay. No teams. No teams. No I, Call of Duty. No. Uh, I know nothing about gaming. Like I know there's a huge market for gaming, but yeah. I know nothing about it. Like I just have never had the attention span to sit there and play games, um, because I've always been helping my dad out, just doing something like. Walking around, like even to the day, like my kid likes to play games. I can't watch her do it. I'm like, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I can play games, but I get frustrated. And the new thing about kids is um, watching people play games. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how you watch someone play Twitch. Yeah. Uh, be yeah. on Twitch and yeah. watch them play. Yeah. And sit there for hours. Yes. Watch them play and com or commenting on a game that somebody else is playing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's. I think there's. I a, mean, I guess I do. We do it when we watch. If you watch like football, basketball, baseball, but it's not them playing. They're playing the game, but not on a computer like this. You could be playing. I mean, this think game. about motocross. Like, yeah. put it in something that you love. So, like, you think, like, you watch Ricky Carmichael yeah. commentate about something in motocross, and you're like, mm, I don't think I agree with that. No, I but can't. But you sit there and listen. Well, I mean, I listen to it because I'm watching the race. But if it's just. I mean, I watch, I do, I listen to some of the podcasts about what they're doing and like, but I want to know what's happening, like stuff. If I'm listening to something about like the racing, it's about what happened off this, off, not in the, at the race, but behind like coming up to the race because they have the scoop. Before I had the scoop, I knew what was going on before races would happen in the background. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know that. So I'm listening to them telling, talk to me about 
Like somebody was riding, somebody got hurt, somebody's doing this, somebody's doing that. They're changing this. And and before, when you knew the scoop, was that because you were just at the, you were still in the industry? Yeah, you knew the industry and people talk. Well, we all, everybody in that circle talks. Is that a, um, that, like knowing that, is that like part of like, hey, so-and-so's hurt tonight, like, uh, or like so-and-so might be riding slower, faster, like no, look up, look you up. Don't, you don't know, no, because that part doesn't say, if they're hurt, they're hurt. They're just not racing. Well, guys race when they're hurt. Yeah, but that's different. They're hurt and they're not. They're not going to do something. They don't race. They, but you don't know they're hurt till it's after. Till after. They. It's like uh, because then, then it's like kind of weakness. Kind of you show weakness. Yeah. So like, like does that mean like when you're on when you're if 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 like if a top rider knew that another top rider was injured, is that going to give them the advantage in the race? So the one rider that thinks that that right guy's hurt, that that guy's hurt, yes, he thinks it's, it's something. It's an advantage because he's hurt. But they, the like, say you're hurt. You're not going to tell anybody you're hurt because you're trying to hide it because you think that it's an advantage for me. But it is an advantage. But regardless if you're hurt and you're not telling me, once you're, you're still, it's an advantage for me. So that's just giving, you're, basically you don't want to give up mental like a mental advantage because yes because you're being hurt and we're in the rhythm section together i'm just gonna think oh he's hurt i can go harder than him he's not he's not gonna beat me to the to the turn well you hope so well yeah but i'm saying is that is that like what happens uh yeah that's what they think i don't know you're gonna ride to your best anyway so regardless you miss being in the industry ever no you just like that period's done. That's I mean I know people, but it's just that the industry. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. What uh, what's the one thing that you would say you miss? Is it writing? In that like, me racing? Yes. Yeah. Racing. That's no. Yeah, probably racing. No, that's the hardest day. Practicing, hanging out. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of bullshit that happens that uh, just hanging out. Just going. I mean, I've always loved riding. So yeah. like, I like riding. It's always just like it's not even so much doing the riding mm-hmm. for me. It's hanging out. It's always for me. Like it's been hanging out with my friends or hanging out with my dad. Yeah. You know, now I have street bikes, so we ride. We just hey, let's go here. Let's let's go to the beach. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's go to PCH. You know, before I couldn't do that in dirt too much because he's like, hey, I can't get hurt. Like yeah. he would ride. He did have a dirt bike at one time. We did ride for a little bit, but then I was a lot younger. I was like, I want to do. I want to go fast. I want to jump this mountain. I want to. I want to go to the track and I want to race. Yeah. I think that's how we became friends because you were an older dude that knew more than I did. You helped me learn more how to ride better and safer when we would go. And told you, you weren't hurt when you were hurt. Huh? Told you. You told you you weren't hurt when you were hurt. No, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I told you you, you weren't hurt. I said you weren't hurt. You're good. No, you. I didn't what? break any bones with yeah, you. Yeah, well, your ankle's messed up. Dude, I could have swore only Tim, uh, no, only uh, only uh, Miles was there one night. My ankle was broken. Maybe no, I thought I thought you were hurt one day. And what was when you came back? When you came back after your ankle might have been when I came back because yeah. when the day that I broke my my ankle, I was yeah, like, okay, I'm riding be- faster. I can jump these jumps. Yeah, I jumped the I jumped the tabletop and. Come down completely flat and just completely compress, and my feet weren't in the right my uh, my right leg 
my toes weren't on the on the pegs. My the middle of my foot was. Well, that's why that one snapped. Cause this my left one was fine. But uh, yeah, it was also not to show weakness. <laughs> Don't show weakness as a man on a track. It's not okay to go to the ER. I just think Miles didn't want to go to the ER. Yeah, he didn't. Cause he's like, look, it could be broken. It could be sprained. Um, if we go to the ER and we wait all that time, you get x-rays I and you just wasted all that time. I just sound to drop me off. Like if, when I was hurt, when I was really hurt, we were going home and I'm like, I was in, I broke my elbow when we we're racing to go, whatever. I got cross jumped and I broke my elbow and I'm sitting in the truck. I helped him load and my elbow's hurting. It's getting swollen. So I put ice on it and I'm sitting there driving. We're driving home and I'm like just there and I'm, I look at my elbow and then I go, I kept moving, like squeezing my arm and I could feel like come apart. And I'm like, I said, you know what? We need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Drop me off at the, at the ER. He's like, you, you sure? I'm like, yeah, it's getting hot. I go, then if I go like this, I go, I could feel it come apart. <laughs> he goes, all right. I think I heard it click right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So he ta- he just takes me. He took me and dropped me off. I go, just drop me off. Just drop me off. His what car? about the time you went into the tree? That was. And you got a concussion and you yeah. drove back. No, that was no, no, no. The, not the tree. When I we went to that fr- that sand place. Oh yes. Yes, the, that was the sand the, place. The nature track. Yes, we went out there and, and I was riding. Off. No, I was riding on the track. I was doing the laps. Yeah, but you took off without me, and then you were gone for a minute, and I was. Sitting- no, I was doing laps, and then I. Pass. I hit. I went over the bars, knocked myself out, and then I get up and I come back. And you're like, "What's what's going on?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Yeah, you were gone for a minute, <laughs> yes. bro. I was. I the, was like sitting there, like, did you take off like on a train or something?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I was going night night over there. That was a good time. And then I then like we're we're sitting there, and I'm not really where I'm at. I don't know. I don't remember a lot of stuff that day. You drove us <laughs> well, back. No, well, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like sitting there, and you're like, oh, "I don't feel good. I don't feel good." I go. I was in no, I was in no, no way, shape, or form. She said drove, and you were like, I, f- I don't feel good. I feel sick. I was dehydrated or something. Yeah, you were, and then you, I go, well, I'll drive. I don't remember getting from the track home. Had you told me you <laughs> didn't know where you were at? I How did. I you told, never told me no. That. When we're sitting there, you go like, what happened? I go, I don't know. And I was just sitting like, look, you said like, what is, what's wrong with you? I, I think just, I, but I think what I meant by when you, when I think what I understood when you said I don't know was like. Oh, maybe he hit like a rock or something that was in the bird. We're in the we're in nature. We're not at a, a manicured track. We're not at a track that's well groomed. Yeah, like, but you can't. Maybe look- that's why he didn't know what happened. No, but you looked at me like, what's wrong? Like I was just dazed. I was just dazed, like looking out. And the, the- I also had never been around someone who's got a concussion. So I didn't. I hadn't gone through um, um, Red Cross training yet, so I didn't know CPR or anything yet. So I yeah. couldn't have helped you. Then I drive home. Although I drove good. We got home. We got yeah. home good. I mean, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Seriously, I don't remember. I remember like sitting there and I all of a sudden I was sitting on the tailgate. So I don't know how I got from where I was to the tailgate. I was in our old, my old Tundra. Yeah. And you were driving. You were driving. You were riding when I came back and I was sitting on the truck. And like, where were you at? And now I'm like, did you go on the truck? You didn't see me? Whatever. And then after that, you were sitting down like you're like not feeling good. We loaded up. The fact that you remember me not feeling good, I don't even remember that. Because yeah. I just remember, like, to this day, I just remember, like, how did that guy drive us home if he didn't even know where he was at? <laughs> I didn't. And we were on, like, some dirt road. Like, I didn't know where we were at. Like, yeah. I just know we were in between power lines and, like, there were some bushes over here. Yeah. Like, where were we, like, all the way in Fontana? It was, or uh, Ontario? Yeah, it was off of, Fort, off of Fourth Street. It's called the Rain Track. Like, sand, no, the Railroad um, Sand Track. Did they put a building there yet or no? Yes. 
Was it Bellingham? Yeah. There was somewhere in Ontario that we used to go as kids um, where everybody would, it was literally just a, so there was a building here, building here, building across the street, uh, but there was a lot, like almost like a whole mile yeah. long dirt lot. And you could just ride, and there was like a little track in there, you could just ride, people hang out, barbecue. Um, but it was literally like just in the middle of an industrial There was a lot area. of places like that before, and then... Um... Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Amazon started taking <laughs> Amazon, off, Darn you, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Way to kill America. It was before Bezos, though, but yeah, it was, it's bad. We couldn't ride no more. They took our ride, our free ride, away, well, free ride places some away. Some places close and they put a track inside. That's what we need. That's a, a GoFundMe right now. Yes, and talk to Jeff and tell him, hey, yeah. Uh, Who's, oh, Bezos, yeah. Once electric bikes start. There's, we, they are starting. No, but no. Start. Once no, once electric bikes start and they come and we have an electric dirt bike that's good to a street bike, to the regular dirt bikes. Which the start could be, or the new Honda, whatever it is, those will come out. Then you put an indoor track and make it like K one. Does Husqvarna have a? Not yet. They they're making one, but it's not really good. It's more like trail bike. I've seen the electric Honda, the concept. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, Honda, please. I'm still looking for. I'm I'm still big. I'm still big. Uh, big red team. Yeah. Like I've always liked Honda. That's why my street bike's Honda. I would like to do a K one. Trying to figure out how to do like a K one or pole position with your bikes, and then so you get the track, and then you have bikes that you could rent. Yeah, I think renting bikes would be awesome. Like having rentals there on site. I feel but like you could do it. That's insurance though, big insurance. Waivers and insurance. Oh, yeah, waivers don't I mean, do nothing. Waivers don't do nothing. That's how Saddleback closed. That's how Indian Dunes closed. That's how all these tracks closed. People sue. Saddleback. I mean, Saddleback closed because some guy, some kid, jumped on the track backwards. Got hit by a motorcycle, and then they sued the track. Insurance cut them down. I think um, Milestone That's, closed because of insurance also. I thought someone bought the land. Yeah, but I think the insurance was too high. I mean, there's so many places out there that they could have put that parking lot on. Is that what it is? Just <laughs> yes, a parking, it's a parking lot. Because I remember you would come from the top down. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way you're gonna get a semi down there. But did they just make like a straight? Yeah, they they made the road? the road bigger, and it's um the roads wider. But it, they had to raise it 10 feet. So they had to raise the whole thing 10 feet. So they brought in dirt, trucked in dirt 10 feet, compacted it, and then put a parking lot on it. Mm-hmm. So it's a big-ass parking lot. Big-ass parking lot. In City of uh, Commerce, off the 5, a giant, huge lot mm-hmm. and a warehouse right next to it. It's been empty for like, it looks empty, unless it's a trap house <laughs> or a grow house. It looks empty. And I always think of That'd be an awesome spot for you. Yeah, it would, and you'd get you can have it open twenty four hours. How many riders could you get in LA though? A lot. Like let's let's be honest. A like, lot out in the IE. That's where a lot of rides are. Orange County. There's a lot of weekend warriors. Um, the LA. Valley. I know the Valley's got some some. some there's riders. a lot. Of, there's a lot of them in LA that just can't go ride because it's too far. It takes Tom two hours to get to go riding. He yeah. lives in Torrance. I get that. I mean, it would take us an hour and twenty minutes to get to Milestone. Even out Lake Elsinore. Yep. So now, if you put a track there, you'll get a lot of people from the middle coming this way. Thirty minutes, forty minutes coming this way. Thirty minutes, forty minutes coming this way. You get a lot of people. You should do it. Remember when? Did you remember when they had a uh, Pomona inside that? I never knew. Okay. I never knew Pomona had it until you told me when I was like, "This is when we started hanging out," and I was like, "Pomona has a track." Yeah. That place used to be packed. Lights came on ten o'clock at night. There were people there all the time. And the racetrack is closed. Why, that, why that, wouldn't they do something That closed there? down because of noise. You can only have drag races twice a year. 
because of noise ordinance. Dude, we're internationals. Yeah, I'll be at that. Oh, you're going to be there? We're going to work on that. Can you give me some tickets? They don't no, give away no tickets. tickets. They don't give away tickets. Nobody gives away tickets no more. I haven't been to Winter Nationals forever, but I used to love going as a kid. I have all little, I think I still have them like boxed away, like the drag car, whatever yeah. you would buy, then the little collector things. Yeah. That I, was fun. I remember, my, I remember my brother's friend took his kid, and I'm like, he doesn't have any um, air protection? He's like, no, he's good. He heard, um, he's around Abel's car and his of all these cars. I'm like, no, he needs air protection. So we bought. Like, we were there, and we bought some headphones for him. And then I get, we, everybody had earplugs, right? And they're like, ah, we don't need this. And the first, like, first um, top fuel went by. They're like. <laughs> Dude, I, I love that feeling. Like, where your eyeballs shake, and you're just like, that's crazy power. Yeah. It just, or what about the jet cars? Yeah. But I always put, I put the head, the ear protection because it's just too loud. I, I definitely believe in it. Yeah. My, I feel like I've lost hearing one because my dad's always played music at like the highest the trucks can go in, in, in his house. <laughs> like he'll sit there and watch YouTube videos of like bands from the eighties that he loved. <laughs> and he, when he rebuilt his house, he made sure every room had a speaker in it. So my sisters, <laughs> my two younger sisters that live there are pissed off all the time. Yeah, go to sleep. It'd be like ten thirty at night. It'd be blasting like Metallica or like ACDC. He didn't put so, like switches in the room so you no, turn it off. No, so they, no, my sisters found out how to finally do it they, to like turn off their their speakers in their room yeah. in my mom's room. So, but I don't know how we never get they never get noise complaints. I mean, for the longest time, I um that block, I know we're definitely the loudest family there. Like. I used to throw house parties all the time. Like, as soon as I turned 21, we had house parties all the time. When I was lifeguard, we just partied all the time after work. Uh, just stupid times. We Actually, we did have the cops called on us one time. That's probably Miles' family. No, Miles, no, no, Miles no. probably called like... No, the Kopaks don't care. The Kopaks, <laughs> they party too, man. Lexi used to have house parties too. Um, yeah, I don't even know what, what we got called on for. And then, oh, you know what it was? Fourth of July. So one year, this is my sister's first year in college, she comes back home, and just like everybody in college, you come back home during the, during the holidays, right? Yeah. Our house had maybe 200 people, maybe even more. All these kids just started showing up. All these college students showed up, and I was like, I don't know any of these people. Who are these people? There's people getting on my roof. Like, I had to, like, tell, like, had to get them in the student. Thank God the cops showed up. Because <laughs> the cops got there, they shut down everything. And then I just told, like, my immediate friends, like, hey, just go kick in the house, kick, you know, where to kick in, hang out there. Everyone left. Then we were just having to kick back at that point. Like, you know, like there were so many people. And then everybody who came brought alcohol. We didn't buy any alcohol. So I had a fridge just stocked and ice chest stocked from what everyone brought. And they left there when they walked out. <laughs> so for the rest of that summer, we never bought anything. We just drank whatever was left over from 4th of July. <laughs> Lot of Bud Light. Don't miss those days, but those are fun times. Joe, Joe, Joe. But anyways, we'll uh, we get back on here soon. Yeah, we we'll get uh we we'll get Biggs out here. Yeah, he can definitely uh, bring some memories back from uh, when we used to party around for no reason. <laughs> biggie, Biggie, Biggie. One time we stood at your house with Brandy and found <laughs> he thought someone was breaking into the car when the alarm went off oh, in the yeah. middle of the night. Yeah. For the mouse. What mouse? Oh, the, the, the let's not mouse. talk about the mouse. <laughs> the mouse that was there, all freaked out. There was a mouse at your spot? That's why she 
That's why you stood over there, because you were supposed I, to get rid of the mouse. Oh, I didn't even remember a mouse. Yeah. That was cool. I missed that spot. Me too. I go by, I'm sad. Every time I go by there, I'm sad. Would you, would you, after, if it was still around, would you go back? Yeah. Yeah? Because you had your, the whole garage spot over there. And... This would have been in the garage uh, way better. Oh, dude, you could totally <laughs> picture that in there. Yeah. It would have been a lot better, and I had my I would have my stuff around it. It would look cool. It would look real cool. Too bad we didn't know about podcasts and stuff like that back then. No. Nope. Imagine we would have started a YouTube channel when we were doing the Hondas. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. Yep. We did a lot of stuff. We could have YouTube. It would have been way better. YouTube was still pretty young back then. We would have been, we would have been rich. Mm, maybe not rich. Yeah, we would have been rich. Some of the stuff we did, it would have, it would have, we would have went viral a long time before that. Maybe. <laughs> all the writing, all the like stuff we did, just. just I think it could have been a fun web series for sure. Yeah. We just did motocross stuff. But just talk, but just talking. If we would have been talking back then, like some of the conversations we had and stuff like that, would have been. We I was were, also very naive. Yeah, we were very young, head head in the clouds. You really do think you're invincible when you're like tw- like twenty. Thought I was invincible until I broke my leg. Found out I was invisible. By the way, I did walk on that for two weeks before I realized that it was broken. And I went and got x-rays. They told me it wasn't broken, that it must have been a bad spring. So then I was like, okay, he was right. Then they called me that next day. That next, a uh, uh, couple hours after said, you know what? A second doctor looked at it, and yes, that's a fracture in your leg. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then I had to go get a cast. Didn't you have a boot for a long time? Yeah, I told him I didn't want to cast. Yeah. Uh, and I had the boot. I think the boot made the healing longer. And you rode around your scooter with the boot. No, I didn't ride on the scooter. I don't think I ever rode yeah. on the scooter. Did I? Did yeah. I re- you came to the house with the boot. Invincible. With scooter. Invincible. Because <laughs> I was, because I remember that at that time I was still going to ELAC and before it was like a basketball haven. <laughs> um, and I was at the gym and I had a, um, uh, a volleyball class for my PE for my general ed and uh, they, the coach said hey um, did that just happen? I was like yeah I just found out it was broken he's like alright come to two more classes and then like I'll just write you off for the year because what are you going to do just sit here every day? And I was like oh, okay cool so I showed up for those two classes like cool alright sign me off and that was it I passed with an A plus nice <laughs> and a broken leg <laughs> that's good so yeah We'll get a, I got to get out here soon again. This is fun. Yeah. I definitely would like to do this more often. Yeah. If you have me. Just come by. Let, let me know when. We, everybody will like you. Everybody wants you to come back. Thank they haven't even everybody. said it, but they want you to come back. Thank you. Yeah. And then we'll get some more subscribers that want you to come back. Yeah. Go follow me. Yeah. Son of a Plumber. IG. Uh, Mr. Uber Plumbing. I don't know what else. Do I have any more plugs? Oh, Fresh and Fuego. <laughs> we'll get some meals. And then uh, Powerhouse Fitness. And Powerhouse Fitness. Does he have a web, does he have a website? Yeah. Yeah, Powerhouse Fitness. www.powerhousefitness. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Um, I don't know. Maybe it has a Twitter. I don't, I don't know if it has a Twitter. People still tweet? Is yeah, that that's thing? big. That's big. Elon owns it, so it's still big. Even though they, they hate it, but it's funny. People are tweeting about what he's doing wrong on Twitter, so he's been doing something right. You know what? <laughs> if I if I can never be Elon because I can't work like that. That guy doesn't stop working, no. supposedly. But at the same time, like, that guy has, like, 
he's the second or rich or the first richest man in the like the richest man in the person like one of the richest people in the world. Yeah. Okay, not just America, not just North just not just the American North and South American continents, the world. Like he has so much money, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna start a I'm gonna start a company that we're gonna go to space because you know what? What do you do when you have everything in the world? You go to places you don't have everything. And I'm gonna start an electric car company. Yeah. I'm gonna take a loss for a couple of years and then I'm gonna be a billionaire. Like, that guy's got F you money and I don't think he I think he should just start buying everything he wants. Maybe. Like, what's stopping him? Like he could just sell all his stocks and still be like the CEO or whatever. Well he got rid of a bunch of them, right? I think he had to because of taxes or something like that. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, Joe. It was great having you. We'll come back and we'll do some more. Um, Everybody, follow Joe. Please. Hit like and subscribe. 24 Slayton. We're out.